3: People working hard for you and me Moving higher, time and time again Through the years you'll find here Moving iron
1: Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 331, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure, pretty sure it's where we're at. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealer move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, go to axontire.com. Axon Tire has a couple great gifts, plus one. Wow. It's almost like a short line. You know what I mean? Like you get a 10, a 5, a 22, and of 7.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, it's kind of where you're at. So it's, it's the same thing. But Axon has got a... Unless you go with our 15% interest, <laughs> then you lose the 5. Do the cash discount, you know, then you get another 3, you know.
3: and two pairs of (laughs) (laughs) gloves
1: what they've got Axon's got is uh, two free gifts send an email to marketing at axontire.com and they will send you back in return an alliance branded flashlight and an alliance baseball cap nice too legit to quit right so get one of those send that to marketing at axontire.com and they will send that to you in the mail real quick also if you plan on attending the moving iron summit coming up here in Nashville Tennessee September 11th through the 13th Go to movingironllc.com and in the upper right-hand corner, click the uh, Moving Iron Summit tab up there and you will get, uh, when, you, when you do your registration, if you're one of the first 150 people to do that, you will get a $50 discount on your registration fee. So, probably the best $50 that you can not spend in a while.
3: There you go. There you go. Check Absolutely top-notch. All right. And Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. I always think of that 4910. They've probably hauled one or two. I bet they have. There you go. am sure they have. Yeah. Also brought to you by AgDirect. Powered by Farm Credit, AgDirect is built for today's agriculture with simple applications, quick response, competitive rates, and generous, flexible terms. AgDirect offers buy, lease, and refinance options on almost all types of new and used equipment, non-recourse, and timely funding back to the dealership, plus sales incentives. No other ag equipment lender works like AgDirect. Learn more by calling your AgDirect Territory Manager or 800-525-9805 or visit us at agdirect.com. Right on. Tractor
1: Zoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. Tractor Zoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. The last of this podcast is brought to you by Invil Appworks, the dealer connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work today. All right. Aaron and I are back here to cause more damage to the I guess the world around us. I guess is the best way to put that. There you go. And if you were to uh, sit back and talk about what we saw happen in the first month of the year, Aaron, how would you how would you uh, describe that? Quiet. It was it was quiet. And you know, to be honest with you, I, I expected to see a little bit a little bit uh, of quietness. I think maybe a little more quiet than I expected to see. Uh, coming off of what we saw happen, I'm afraid there'd be a lot of capital deferred back into that first quarter of the year. Right. So they had to make some purchases and those kind of things, been looking more at 23, but um there's plenty of reason too to be quiet right now. I mean, if you take a look around what's going on around us, we've got plenty of uh, things that are that are showing up right now that hey, you know, we could be, you know, a lot of uncertainty, I guess is the best way to put it. You know what I mean? More than anything. If you look at you got interest rates, you got these other things that are up, up.
3: Weather balloons. Weather
1: balloons. You got the Chinese floating their balloons over top of us. You got all this kind of stuff going on. But all that being said, I think that there is the quietness that we're feeling is there's plenty of people still looking for stuff. Oh, yeah. You yeah. I mean, it's just they're not in the... And it, the funny thing is it's, it's really quiet because we didn't, you know, we got a machine it and it took us 2 weeks to sell it. Right.
3: Yeah. You, know? right. you know what I mean? Right. 2 whole weeks. I mean, how can we ever Well, they're out? not moving anymore. <laughs> like it's been 15 days. Right. Calm down. So I think I think some of that I think it's the point of reference that we that we have Yeah. Back to. Totally. Plus you got to think, man, 22 was a doozy after a doozy after a doozy. Yeah. So everybody's kind of exhaling. Yeah, everyone's catching a breath a little bit, and I think like nothing happened in January specifically. Yeah, that I can think of that was like globally altering for once. Sure, yeah, it was like the first month, and just like, oh, okay, we're in the winter. Suck. Yeah, and yeah, everybody's weather sucks yeah. everywhere. And I think that, and here we are. It does tremendous amount. I mean, we uh, take where we out uh, here where we're at. We
1: had three epic snowstorms come across here. We did. <laughs> we 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 very late, did. very late December. We had, I think,
3: middle December.
1: Middle December. Yeah, it was middle December.
3: Completely unprepared.
1: It was. It went from being like we had a blizzard come through. We had all the crazy thing happen, mm-hmm. and the high for that particular week was, I think, negative fifty.
3: You know what it, I mean? It was atrocious. It
1: was a very rough week, and we've had that. And then right after that was done, it had didn't snow for like three days, so it needed to snow again. We had that happen. <laughs> it, and but we, we the, only got six inches that yeah, time and then you know it kind of kept that's kind of the, the the whole kind of thing we saw all the way through january coming into february where we're at now if you drove around now you wouldn't know that we had that much snow
3: no no it's, I mean, it's, it's been like 45 to 50 degrees for almost a week for almost a whole week now a whole week now so i mean above freezing every day for like 10
1: days yeah, so and barely above barely below freezing by february standards um in, in in you know in february you're I mean, like you know it'd get to like 29
3: to 31 32 something like eh, that maybe 25 ish <laughs> but i mean there's just just if if you're it, down, it gets just cold enough to freeze up all the muddy shit yeah. from the day from yeah. during the day if you're down in the valley like in the, in the band
1: the banana belt where i'm at
3: yeah exactly know, it's, it stays a little warm exactly. exactly not up here in the high
1: plains of Butte county yeah but you have the living plateau. on the peak, baby, <laughs> the plateau. But if you have, uh, if you're, if you're looking at the thing that we're, this is what we're going to talk about today. We had, you know, travel dreams back on here. We're going to talk about the planner market, but the one thing that I thought got affected the most by the whole 21, 22 shortage and when you're going to get what, when, and why, and everything else, I think it was planners. I think planners had the biggest impact because, the planner, new planners got delayed so much
3: from at every aspect of it. Well, I mean, literally to you could say they got delayed completely. Yeah, totally. Make they sure. missed planning. <laughs> yeah, there's something happy you know, June first, your planners here. Do you want to order your next one? Good. Thank
1: God I got that twenty five day corn. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but you so
3: you have those kind of things happen and then come get this planner, put it in your shed for six months and then bring it back when you trade it in on the next one that actually yeah. shows up and the thing about that that really
1: affected the marketplace on the use side of it was that that also dramatically delayed any any chance to sell anything used for yeah real. i mean if it was a nine-month delay on on the uh on the use side on the new side of it it was probably a 12, 15 month delay on the use side. right? Oh, Because yeah. By the time you got everything in and all the stuff done and this, that, and the other thing and made sure they got theirs and that one that they ordered is going to be there. And now, you know, but next thing you know, it's six months have gone by and you're just now delivering the planner that the guy said he'd take 18 months ago. <laughs>
3: you know? right? I mean, so, I mean, not, so now you run into
1: that situation. Oh, yeah. I, you,
3: you get into those situations. I have a guy's call. Like it, is that still a deal? Like, yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. We're, we're waiting. Yeah. And I, you know, looking at, at dealers lots. I mean,
1: the beautiful thing about the planner marketplace we've talked about here a lot is that when we saw all of that stuff get sell, sold at auction between you know fourteen on, there was never a point where there wasn't from, from I would say sixteen on to till today. There's never been a, a another planner problem. No. You know, the supply is kept up with demand,
3: and it's been a pretty harmonious thing. Can you imagine how many damn combines that would take at auction in a two-year period to have that same effect? Well, it'd be very similar to what we saw on the, on the planners. Remember how many planners there were? I know, but there again, are there custom planners? No, but there are custom harvesters. Right.
1: And if you take out, um, if you take a look at, we got to understand the same custom harvester guy. Between planters and air drills, there, there's that's a one for one ratio. You take planters and air drills put them together, I, I I bet you, I bet you, I bet you that it's almost a one to one ratio with combines. Mm-hmm. If you have a combine, if you're a single farmer, if you're a farmer, you have, if you you have if you have a well, combine, you got a planter. If you have two combines, there's a high likelihood that you might have two planters. Okay, so that guy cancels himself out. That's my point I'm making to you: is that you still have a custom rigs, right? But someone had to plant those acres that they're that they're cutting with a planter.
2: Okay. So
1: if you take air it. drills and planters, I bet you it's a one for one ratio. Custom harvester X
3: Y Z. Yeah, cuts for twenty people. Right. He has ten combines. Right. That's an actual negative ten air seeder offset. Sure yeah all right so some, I'm, I'm i have no thanks a lot math guy <laughs> i have no uh no data
1: to back that up with but i'm just saying that it just and seems there like it is a, there pretty, it
3: is it seems like a reasonable thing that's just blue sky but it sounds factual
1: <laughs> it seems. it seems like a pretty good pretty good assumption i um, to be that yeah you're saying. probably right so if you take a look at that so we had that huge sell-off historically had a huge sell-off come in there i mean
3: Lots went from being. I remember you, you talk to a lot of marketing guys. We had a huge sell off. <laughs> yeah. I did not know the Chicago Board of Trade was running Richie Brothers. When in <laughs> the hell did that happen? You had, I think, I think the if you remember how many how
1: many planners and air seaters and all this stuff were lined up on lots, they were they were a windbreak, dude. Oh,
3: yeah. I mean, they were packed oh, in their man.
1: tight. Ugh. And they were just piling, and all of those went to auction because I don't, I don't remember even during the downside downturn. And the fancier they were, the worse no, that it was. The worse it was man, and during that time frame, I, I just remember coming to the realization almost that if you wanted to sell your planner, you needed to take it to an auction. Yeah, because you weren't. No one was going to come and buy one because there was too much competition at the auction marketplace,
3: but. That was mostly, mostly specifically 24-0 transport type planters. Yeah. For most, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that good was, job. Good job, seed companies with the planting window. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. of a sudden that showed up in O3. Yeah. And oh, we need yeah. a bigger planter. And plan. then, hey, let's get a bigger planter and go 10 mile an hour. Yeah. That was the other thing too with
1: that time frame, too, is I thought. All right, here's a perfect opportunity where we're going to see the 24-row planter guy go to a 12-row planter guy or a right. 16-row planter or something no, like that. No, he went to two
3: 24 No, rows. I'll just take Damn two exact of them.
1: Merge. <laughs> yeah. <So> I, can, <laughs> I, can, I can I can average 12 miles an hour between these two, huh? Look at that. We,
3: we can <clears throat> plant
1: in one week. Yeah. And uh, that's why whenever the, the whole crop progress thing comes out, and they're, we're 20% behind where we should be. Yeah. By, by by Sunday, they're uh, we're up. We're plus five. You know what I
3: mean? Oh, shit. It's lunch. We're even.
1: <laughs> but so you had that huge, huge sell off. Everything kind of stayed the same. And then you extrapolate that into a bigger um, issue when you start looking at what happened in 21, 22, where plenty of people were ready to buy up, and you know, trade up and upgrades and this, that, and the other thing that were going on. And it was just a huge delay to come into play. And numerous. Numerous. And I think I want to say it kind of feels like to me that. Late twenty two, um started to see some planners kind of pop up. To where not like like a whole bunches of them by any means, but there were you know, you'd see the occasional planner out there around maybe but, five to ten that were like no one really has their name on this one
3: yet. Yeah. Yeah. It it's it's very one off. Yeah. But there there are there are some. Mm-hmm. There are no like 3 year old 24 rows. No. That don't have a name. No. Or 7. Yeah. That's that's very true. Well, if these other six guys don't want it, I'll call you and right. let you know. Yep. Yep. So I think uh, to me, I mean, looking out there
1: at if there's anything in my opinion that's going to be this the issue that we see right now with the availability of planners, I think it's it's going to get it's going to stay close to the same that we see now because how many conversations are guys having about the upgrade kit thing? Oh yeah. Whether it's the, on the deer side with the performance upgrade kits, or you're talking about precision stuff.
3: I actually, for the first time, n- this is no joke for the first time. I'm, I'm personally apprehensive of that in the used marketplace. Cause I don't know what to call it. Right. I, I get the serial number and I get all that, yeah. but the, the toolbar, the stickers, they're, that's all 14 Mm -hmm. not 22 so i i myself struggle with that a little bit but i actually had a guy call today specifically looking for a puck machine right so and i think that's gonna also too is and i was like oh my god really yeah well i
1: it's coming. Kind of, I mean, I think Thank that was you. that was slow to take on because I think.
3: Well, it well, that, that, that that unleashed like a year before. Ooh, we can afford to buy the whole planner, right? It is timing.
1: But the upgrade kit thing's not. It's not. Like it came out last year. You know what I mean? No, I know. It's been out since.
3: I mean, you've been able to do that since what? Fifteen? No, on the deer side. No, I know. I think, think it's it like seventeen. Uh, I want. No, 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 no. It was, it was when
1: is when they introduced exact um the exact merge.
3: No, cuz that was 15, 16 you 16. did. Okay, there you go. Yeah. But that was, at <clears throat> Orlando in December of 15 yeah. they talked about doing it, the upgrades. So I think we don't have a price on it. Yes. <laughs> the one thing about the one thing about um
1: the planner stuff whether you're talking deer or case or um white or Monosam, whoever it is that technology exists for all those guys right horse if, if you're a deer guy you can get the deer stuff if you're a white guy the agco precision planning side of it has all that if you're uh if you're in the case marketplace you get the same deal you know what i mean yep. so you've got i mean to me i think that's where this the planner marketplace is so much different than what than what you see happening there I think though if you look at the planet marketplace that this is going to reset the way, I think, the way that business is done, you know, more than anything, just because well,
3: it, it, it looks like it fits right in line with your tech upgrade, not the whole machine. Well, it, but it's the only one, it's the only platform out
1: there that universally can have that happen.
3: Right. Yeah. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Not everybody what? has. You could take an eight, you could take a lot of harnesses off of an eight R.
1: Well, I'm saying, like, if you take, like, a deer on it, like, on the sprayer side of a deer, like, what Case has to offer for upgrades and what um, uh, Fint has to offer on upgrades and AgCAM has to offer on upgrades and those kind of things, those, I don't know for a fact, but from what I understand, they don't have the, we can upgrade the boom system and the spray system. and uh, Oh, right, 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 right. See right. What I'm saying?
3: Like, so, I mean, that's not, it's not there yet, but it will be, I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, no and, and you i give you a lot of shit about it because i despise it but tech upgrades is going to be total bread and butter right all right so
1: so anyway we'll take a look at what um through january here uh what uh what tractor zoom has uh has on the as far as their data place goes and we'll share this screen here real quick so we can see everything and go
2: Casey, how you doing? Thanks for having us That's and great. I've got some planner data here to get a little bit of your feedback on. So this planner data covers January 2023 and at least the year prior going back even a little bit further for the auction data. The uh, layout, the report is a little bit new. So let me describe that really quick and then we can dive into some values. So above me here, these uh, little colored rectangles, just proportion of the average value between the different top six uh, manufacturers here to the right is the dealership supply now this is broken out by year manufacturer we take this one all the way back to 2010 and with the data that we're looking at here it's just 12 16 and 24 row planners and i can dice pause by 12 part. by 16 24 or any come
3: the 12 13 and 14 24 row planners <laughs> might have come back home yeah. they by far own look at numbers yeah numbers of machine yeah 12 is close but the rest is a well at least 20 yeah so 22
1: there's 112 there there was 106 in 2012 oh yeah look at 21
3: 154 to 64 oh my god yeah and then and the 12's got to be 30 or less because of the yeah that much less color but look how many came off the market man holy yeah i
1: mean that's just Wowzers. you know what I mean? Got cut in half, yeah, and
3: then, and then it stayed that way. Like, no, look at look at thirteen dude. to sixteen. That's one third. Thirteen to sixteen. Oh, it's one. Yeah, that's one in three. twenty-four rows. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you look at that, I
1: mean, and it stayed that way. And then there was like three guys are like, "I guess we'll buy, yeah. we'll buy three. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll take those other ones. Your, these numbers are pretty close. I mean. If you really start to look at them, they're pretty close.
3: And you know what's neat? It, when you look at that, you, you got to ramp up, a purge, uh-huh. and then, well, why would we want to be healthy? Let's sell too many of them again and ramp back up. Yeah, that's the thing. that twenty one number of twenty four rows, Casey. That is big damn number, man. Yeah. And Chickens makes, are coming home to roost, buddy. Well, it kind of makes,
1: makes you. But look how look how much they sold
3: off, though. Yeah, you know I mean, this in, 20, that, in that's not a sell off. That's number of that model year available on dealers' lives. Right, right. So in twenty one, there's one hundred fifty four. In twenty two, there's one hundred six. Oh, that doesn't mean today's supply. No, no, no. I thought that meant today's supply. But that's the model year. Here, here's twenty three right here. And this would be just a January. So, oh, uh, okay. So this okay. is all twenty two. That's hours. sales data, right. not on hand. This is this is dealer supply. This right here is right. dealer supply. So, right. in twenty twenty one, but it's it was, not okay. I right, get it. Right. That's the whole year, not <laughs> right. 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 Yep. Yep. I thought that was the model year. I apologize. Nope. Um. I, that is the model year, Casey. Just back up on see what you said i thought my understanding was what dealership supply was over here to the right
2: is the dealership supply now this is broken out by year manufacturer we take this one all okay. the way back to 2010 and with the data that we're looking at here it's just 12 16 and 24 row planners and i can dice by 12 by 16 24 or any combination thereof uh right below that though is the average auction and dealership value by month now, the auction values in the bottom in the gray, and then the dealer listing value is above in blue. So let's get into the data. Uh, there is one actual nuance that I added to this report just because you and I have been talking about specific make
3: models. And Would you uh, like to go I in the NFL on the or own an auction company in, in fall of 21? <laughs> go into the 1775
2: uh, NT and look at those values, or we can cycle over here. And just look at the older 1770 model.
3: Actually have an overlap of last April. Yeah. But let's start at a high level. And last course. October. My
2: first question to you, and I've seen this uh, across a few different planner models, is that at the end of last year, really November, December, slightly into January, we're seeing a, a significant increase in average planner values. You know, you can see it kind of encompassed there. And again, these are all 12, 16, and 24 row. But I think it really is prominent in the 16 and a little bit in the 24 row that you just have the higher average values here. And then it dips down to, you know, a little bit of a valley or a long tail uh, going through the rest of 22. Um, So my question for you as I pull out of that is, you know, what was that? Uh, I've heard a lot of other people talk different theories is it skimming off the top? You know, we have an availability of planters that are out on the lots, but it was a limited availability. Farmers knew that. And so when they went there, there certainly were cherry picking for the ones that they wanted that had precision on. You
1: know what I think that is from? Mm -hmm. I think guys were looking at technology, obviously what they're looking at, but I think a lot of guys are stepping back and looking at which one of these can I take and buy
2: Where's my investment at if I want to upgrade? Well, do I buy this $150,000 planner and spend another hundred grand to upgrade it and have a, a two
1: hundred fifty dollars or $300,000 planner? Or do I buy the $300,000 planner? Buy the $300,000 planner. Right. Yeah. Which where's, which one has the juice? Which one's juice is worth the squeeze?
3: Uh, the one that's done. I think you're probably right. My opinion, it's more dollars, but either there again, okay, and and I know that's all figured in, but on on an upgrade, you're paying the shop, you know, to do it. I hope you're not doing it. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a, lot. a lot of work. That's a lot. It is a lot. So that that's all figured into your deal, okay? Oh well, we where's U bolts. Oh, we can't we can't get seven eights nuts, you know. Just the dumbest shit mm-hmm. could derail that thing out of planning day one through five. Right. And all that's gonna do is every single 15 minute segment that passes, that gets to be a more difficult and difficult situation for everybody. Yeah. Versus, oh, look, there's a 21. All they got to do is lower the three point, click her in and go. Right. Take it home. I think some of that, too, came into play. I would love to
1: see, I think, another part of this, too, here, here, and here, these model years. Mm-hmm. Um, remember how many planners got delivered all at once. Oh, yeah. And how many, I mean, there for a while, we were like, well, oh, we got a lot of these planners and then they kind of disappeared. Right. I mean, but I mean. Between man, we got a problem between July so Tuesday. July and September. There were a lot of planners that got delivered, yeah. You know I mean, so that has some, <laughs> yeah. That. Some of these guys here, too. I mean, right on time to haul to Brazil. <laughs> There's some of these, some of these uh planners up here that
2: literally haven't like didn't even go to the field
1: and they're getting no. in.
2: No, all right, they could go high speed, um, exact emerge, any of those high technology values obviously is going to be more expensive and so they're picking those early and then once they pick those the average value dropped because what was remaining didn't have as much tech on it and uh, so anyways i'd like to get your opinion on what you think was causing this down into there now let's take a look though just going through some different size of planners so at 12 row planner on average you know, you've got a little bit more variability here going across in the dealer values. But last man, is it close! December yeah. dealer values at sixty-seven,
1: and I think that's something that's pretty important to point out. Is that here is your auction value, the gray line, blue line is dealer uh, right. dealership value.
3: There is, ooh, look at October, yeah. man! Man, last fall, last fall was more wild than I remember. Yeah, you could buy it. It was more expensive for you to buy something. At Would all. you like this new one with warranty? <laughs> For that used one I would like that used one and to pay way too much I mean like you can't really see where that's at
1: but that's I bet that's a on average that's a fifty thousand dollar spread yeah so. and then this december sixty
2: seven so while it looks fairly flat that is increasing fairly significantly uh year over year probably about you know one sixth worth uh of fifteen to twenty percent You know, auction values over that same time frame, sitting at 51, almost 52, to this December, getting up to almost 56. Uh, Again, with a lot of variability in there that you'll find with planners, seems to be increasing about at the same rate for those smaller planners.
3: They're almost dead
2: even right now. Just looking at 16-year-old planners here, uh, you see you have a little bit of a flip in who carries the largest average value from a manufacturer standpoint. You certainly see that bump that I was talking about there. And let's just look at January now. Dealer values averaging at one ten in January, last January to this January, one thirty two. So you're up twenty k. And again, you know that's probably right around a somewhere between a fifteen and twenty percent increase.
3: That's really disturbing. And then jumping up, looking at okay. So what? What do you think that is? You got your tails. They're going different directions. That's scary. Yeah. But but here's why. Did you see average auction was just thirty two. Right. That's you know that's some seventeen seventy sure old stuff. Some seven banged out seventeen twenties. Right. Dealer was one thirty two. There's your seventy fives. Right. Your seventeen twenty fives that we're famous for. Mm -hmm. You know. I mean, there's there's, I guarantee you, that spread. That's all it has to do with. Yeah. I agree. I would agree, Quite but it's scary it. to see.
1: Yeah, to some extent.
2: You've got last December just shy of two hundred thousand on average, just over two hundred thousand. So, fifteen to sixteen thousand increase, about an eight percent year-over-year uh, type of increase. That you saw. So, and question back in your court is: Is that common? Is that what you've seen in your area? Do you think that is? Common across some other geographies in some other regions. What I did see here, and again, I would like to know uh, your opinion on, on, what this is. 24 row planners, besides some variability in low auction season, which you're not going to sell much one here in October. Uh, it's just not the time, but it did finish the year incredibly strong. And in January, you know, at least it's a, for the few that are out there, it's higher than they continue to be strong. So any, um, it's a wash. Any reason why the good strength
3: of sales uh, that planners have had lately. All right, it's my opinion. Woo. My opinion is that they're they're available. Look at that climb on the chart. Yeah. That is a that is a big climb. You thought there might be a correction and it's still going up. Yeah. Two different corrections. So I, I would I would say um this right here. So you have July time frame, that's
1: EOP. everything you you know gets traded for, and people make some sales and they buy some things there, those kind
3: of things. But, right. Um if anything July is the flood yeah. of the market yeah as far as the listings <laughs> you, can't, say, you yeah. can't begin to get it then but I would say notably October
1: moving into through December January February March is your peak time to saw planner at auction
3: yeah well you're yeah you're year you're leading, end you're and, you're, le- you're in and you're leading into season right I would say everything at year end is probably a plus other than your seasonal items i wouldn't sell a chopper year end i wouldn't sell a combine year end unless it's a unicorn i wouldn't sell hay equipment year end
1: yeah especially
3: hay especially hay equipment and i think you pay and forage period but i think if you look at at those
1: specific things that you just rambled off um would i sell them at an auction like we just said no january february march yes i would um because again you're headed in season right where I think to me, I think the planner, uh, best time to sell a planner, in my opinion, is from the last October, November, December, January, February, March.
3: Yeah. March and March is getting late. It's getting late, but you still see guys at the bottom. 20, 20 years ago, March was fine. Yeah. Cause we didn't have to take it home and put on $100,000 worth of wire harnesses and zip ties. And- yeah.
1: But you, but the other time, I think that's a very neglected time that people don't really pay attention to a lot is that July, um, late June, early, late June, July, and, like, the very first week of August. post DOP. Those are all typically some pretty strong times to look at. Right. You're just not by any means is a gangbusters, but you have an
3: opportunity there. Oh, if yeah. If you market and, it right, that you have you can sell some planners. And, and your buyers are learning. <clears throat> sure. Every every year, I get more calls from guys in June that are used planning hunting. Yeah. Because they know that's, that's your first chance. chance. Yeah. And, yep, put my name on it. Yep. Yep. Hope it, hope now, it comes in. Yeah. Let's dive into some of these specific yep. models, though. 1770,
2: more of an old general one. Hasn't been produced since 2014, so obviously here you've got your your manufacturing years, and we can even dice this one up a little tighter and say let's just look at
3: you look at current on 1770s. Yep, crossed over,
2: big time crossover. Yep, 2017s with 24 row, you know dealer. Well last year is lots of crossover. This year Shit. 115. So relatively yep. flat. Again, for an older
3: machine, is that what you would expect even in this tight equipment market? And speaking of consistent and tight, and look 16 at 16 rows, Paul's 1770s. We're looking at the exact planner that everybody we're looking at the exact planner everybody dumped. Okay. Right. 1770, mm-hmm. 24 rows. Okay. You're down to 64, and 37. 37, 14s is all that's left. Yeah. Or that, that's out there. Right. According to our data. Yeah. This 83 last that's
2: impressive. December. To 91. Looks a uh, slight increase. Looks a little more flat than maybe what it is, but extreme parity uh, with that auction market. Now let's move on to that 1770 and go to something a little more recent. Let's look at this NT model. What we have here are, you know, a huge increase uh, in December values, average December values, just under a quarter of a million last December. In this most recent December at 180. But again, you've got a lot of row variability, I'm assuming, with this. Um, and perhaps that's the way that uh, this is explained away. 24 rows for those same 1770 NTs. sales just at above a quarter of million this January. to right about the same. And then finally, just taking a look at this DB60, and this is DB60 all 24 row here, uh, of course. And you've got, you know, again a lot of variability in this, but with the options that come on rows, center fill versus not, um, just all the technology. I'm assuming that just this range. Is really, what um what we might make sense of if there's any sense to be made out of this at all. So this is just a quick recap of the planner market, looking just again at 24, 16, and 12 row planners. Uh, if you have any questions on this, feel free to reach out. You can find us at ironcomps.com, and there we might be able to answer your questions on how we're helping dealers with repricing strategies or helping them find uh insights like this thanks for
3: your time casey and take care bye all right did you notice on the 16 rows there was two months of one line yeah yeah and it was uh, up <laughs> <at> a 45 <border. laughs> yeah yeah so i think if you're left there looking at
1: at those specific th- anything that shock you
3: you think or you or anything that you didn't realize was happening to happen yeah, I I honestly felt that uh 1770s were softer than what their data showed. Right. I really did.
1: Yeah, kind of me too. So when I was looking at that, saw that To your point, you made a good point there when you're looking at how much they fall out, where are those machines? Where are those 1770s at? Right. You know what I mean, where did they go? I mean, <clears throat> if you're still running a 2012 planner um you know you, you got to you got an 11 year old planner. Right. You know what I mean, so I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them out there still running all them. right. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, it's just that's just the ins ins and outs of it. So
3: yep. Right on.
1: Okay. Uh probably a good place to wrap that up. Aaron, folks want to reach out to you and get more information about what it is you're
3: doing. What's best for you to do that? Well, I'm on all the socials by my name, Aaron Fintail. Um call me. Text me 308-760-1193 or email me, Aaron.fintel at moving Right on. Uh you can find me at moving iron LLC on Facebook, Twitter,
1: and Instagram at moving iron podcast on LinkedIn. And check out the video version of this over on the YouTube channel, Moving Iron Podcast, YouTube channel. So check it out there. You go to movingironllc.com Um, you can there's a contact me thing there you can go to and it'll send me an email. Send me an email, moving iron podcast, moving or you can uh, just send a smoke signal up or whatever you want to do and, and get a hold of me there. Um, Probably the best way to sign up for the Moving Iron Summit is on the Moving Iron LLC website, which is that's the only place you can do it, right? So, well, imagine that. imagine that, coincidence. Woo. Upper right hand corner, click on 2023 Moving Iron Summit. Uh, check that out up there. And if you want to take advantage of that fifty dollars discount from the moving from the folks over at Axon, make sure you do that. Be the first hundred and fifty people to do that. We've probably got, I think we're close to fifteen people signed up now. Twenty people signed up now. So moving all right along. Typically, the the week before everything happens, about hundred and fifty people sign up. Right. So. Yeah. Hey, so, that
3: deals at noon today. Can we sign
1: up? <laughs> we're we're on the plane. We're on our way. Like,
3: yeah, yeah, you're, you're getting caught. So, so you know, take advantage of that.
1: You can go there and register at movingironloc.com. So, with that, I am Casey Seymour with Aaron Vinal. Smith Smart folks. Ow. Exxon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online to agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce based solution for your dealership create connected customer experience and transform how you work.
3: Moving higher in the 21st century, hardworking people
0: working hard for you and me, moving higher time and time again,
3: through the years you'll find a scene.
0: Moving we